Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Defense, Bharat Shakti Iron's own podcast. I am Captain DK Sharma. Today we are going to discuss about the submarine construction plan of India. You are all aware that the 30-year submarine construction plan was approved by the CCS, the Cabinet Committee on Security, post the Kargil War, in which it was envisaged that India will have 24 submarines by 2030, and this was uh, approved in 1999. Twelve of these boats, that is, twelve of the twenty-four boats, were supposed to be constructed by two zero one five. Out of which six were to be of the Western Stream and six of the Eastern Stream, and the rest fifteen were to be constructed indigenously. That is, after gaining technical know-how and knowledge, we were supposed to build all uh, the rest of the twelve after two zero one five by two zero three zero. What has happened to that program? You are all aware. We have been only like uh, we are right now in two zero two one. and the program started somewhere in early 2000 and we have been able to deliver only three boats that is the mdl which is in a jv with the naval group and uh, the balance 3 will be uh, joining the indian navy soon last month the dac headed by the defense minister rajnath singh approved construction of six more submarines at a cost of 43000 crores this project known as project 75 india would be one of the largest make in india projects and would serve to facilitate faster and more significant absorption of technology and create a tiered industrial ecosystem for submarine construction in india from a strategic perspective this will help reduce dependence on imports and gradually ensure greater self reliance and dependability of support from indigenous resources to discuss more on this subject we have amongst us commodore anil j singh a veteran submariner who is also the vice president of indian maritime foundation welcome to this podcast commodore anil j singh thank you very much it's a pleasure to be here on bharat shakti to start with sir let me ask you about this first ever strategic partnership model which is now being adopted by the goi and after a long delay the rfp has come out what does it actually bring to the table sir you know the strategic partnership model was conceptualized in around 2015 and thereafter it was introduced as chapter 7 of the defense acquisition procedure in 2016 in the first dpp which was called defense procurement procedure then and now it has been uh, it's also part of the new dap the defense acquisition procedure 2020 so fundamentally what the strategic partnership model is it it envisages an indigenous capability in four core sectors submarines helicopters fighter aircraft and tanks or armored fighting vehicles actually not tanks alone and the intention was if you read the chapter is very clear that this is to create capacity in the private sector in india to build up this kind of capability it very Correct. specifically states private sector case of the project 75i however the two contenders who have been shortlisted as strategic par- potential strategic partners are nazagondox limited and lasan and tubro who have been issued the rfp which was recently released now in this case mdl is already a, a defense psu so it's not the private sector firstly but i understand why they have included mdl because mdl is the only yard in the country which has got experience in building submarines they built the two german submarines in the early 90s and thereafter they've been involved with yes, the project sir. 75 scopin model which are still under construction so yes. i can appreciate where that's coming yes. from however that notwithstanding whatever the government has decided to have to include mdl in its in its wisdom and i don't think i we would like to contest that but the model otherwise is fairly complex because both these now there are five foreign oems who have been shortlisted correct sir. to offer a design to the indian navy and i would like to specify its design it's not a submarine which is already existing 
that design will be based on an existing model yes but it is not going to be exactly what they are building for their own navies or their own shipyards this will be bespoke to indian requirements and the fundamental reason for the strategic partnership model as you brought out dk is that we should by the end of this program we should be able to design and build our own submarines without any foreign assistance for the second part of the 30 year plan which you alluded to so each of these five guys these five foreign oems have to submit their bids to each of the two shipyards or whosoever they might choose to it's not compulsory that they have to submit to both the yards they may have their own decisions they may make about where they have to submit it based on this on the r the response they give to the these two shipyards these two shipyards mdl and larsen and tubro will then offer a package to the indian navy or the ministry of defense and of the two whichever well they've said l1 but whichever i think offers the best value for money will probably be the one chosen so one of these two will be chosen as a strategic partner who would already have a tie up with one of the five foreign oems let me interject at this point sir all this exercise has been happening for the last 3 4 years we are all aware about it that uh, uh, when uh, the then cwpa had formed a committee and they had gone to each and every yard in india and also consulted all the oems i'm sure uh, they have some design in mind or do you mean to say that uh, from here and after the process has to start all over again uh, to custom or uh, this bespoke model which the indian navy requires that needs uh, a little more work or it's already set and uh, we have decided about it no i think some more work is required the committee you referred to was called the empowered committee which was chaired by the cwp and a and yes you're right they went to all the indian shipyards to assess their capability first to become a strategic partner and then they went to all the five i think the foreign oems all five or perhaps as many numbers as they went to to assess their capability we already Correct. know you know submarines is not something that we don't know about or what's happening in the world so we already know broadly what their capabilities are but now when it becomes so specific to for a particular model it's important that we go and look at very specific areas of interest whether it's in terms of industrial cooperation whether it's in terms of capability whether it's in terms of it's in terms of future technologies like lithium ion batteries or whatever it might be So I think from that perspective, this empowered committee went and visited everybody. So on the basis of that, the five OEMs were shortlisted. That they have something pretty much resembling what the Indian Navy wants. Now uh, the specifics of that will come out in the RFP that is issued to these five OEMs as to what exactly does the does India want. So obviously there will have to be some tweaking of the existing designs that they have because all the five designs are quite distinct from each other. You know, the for example, the German model, the French model, and the Russian model are in the displacement of 17 to 1800 tons. whereas both the korean and the spanish boats are more than 3000 tons now for a submarine which is going to operate in a littoral co- context in so basically not very deep waters a displacement variation between 17 and 1800 tons and 3000 tons is quite huge you know 3000 ton boat is almost double a 1700 ton boat in terms of displacement which means that it is larger in size it is heavier it will have a deeper draft it will be that much more constrained when operating in shallow waters its machinery will have to be power a much bigger submarine so all those factors will come in the advantages of course okay. i probably will have a longer time on task probably longer deployment so that's a call the indian navy has to take what exactly are we looking for now this here i'd like to make a point we i could understand personally that we could be looking at a 3000 ton submarine because so far we only had an ssk fleet a conventional submarine fleet which is also to be used for open ocean operations as a blue water navy but now that the mod has said that we would also have six nuclear attack submarines the ssn i think the open ocean element will now be well taken care of by the ssn they will be part of the so called blue water force you know which will for power projection etc so i personally think right. we should now be focusing our attention on ensuring that the north arabian sea where our adversary is and the bay of bengal where our other adversary is going to be 
which are littoral waters with limited depths and limited area of operations, we should be focusing more on a smaller and a more sort of lethal boat than a larger boat, which is, you know, sort of multi-purpose. That is my personal view. What the Navy is thinking, I really don't know. But I think the Navy would also be giving thought to these aspects. Now, what exactly does the Navy want? So, every of the, each of these five designs has been evaluated by the Navy, each of these five existing models. Okay. Based on which, yes, yes, yes. Uh, how well they can adapt, adapt, adapt to what India wants will is what the RFP will all be all about. Sir, the next question which I want to put across is that a few months back, the DRDO said that they are ready with the AIP plug. And it was was uh, uh, construed or it was understood that the 75 India will have the AIP plug which is produced indigenously. Somehow, the RFP does not talk about it and it is now, I believe, it's an open field that the OEM will have to bring in the AIP. Out of these five OEMs, uh, we also know that only two of them own AIP. So this means that uh, this field of AIP will now it will further open out to the international vendors? Yeah, see, as far so, as the indigenous AIP is concerned, the one DRDO is developing, there is still some way to go before that becomes operational. So I don't think it will be, it is correct to, and I agree with the Navy on that, that it is correct to base a future program on something that doesn't exist at the moment, because that could lead to delays, unnecessary delays. So I think the wise decision has been taken that let that AIP be developed, let it be uh, retrofitted on the Calvary class submarines, the Scorpion class, which are being built now whenever they come in for their next refits, because these are boats also which are being commissioned in the in the 2020s without an AIP, which is a serious operational limitation that these boats have, actually. Obviously. So, yeah, that yeah, is a good correct. idea that first let the system be proven on these boats, and then perhaps at some point in time, this can be retrofitted on the 75i also. But at the moment, it's a good idea to go with a, with a proven system which is already there, or is that a, as a more advanced stage of maturity with the foreign OEMs? India has very clearly said it wants fuel cell technology. As you said, only the South Koreans and the Germans have a proven fuel cell system. Spaniards yeah. were developing one through the for this S81 class, S80 plus class, that system is still not mature. It's not coming on the Spanish submarines also at the moment. The Russians have not been successful sir, with their fuel cell AIP. Yabu doesn't have it. I have a point here. Uh, can you kindly explain that by the time the first 75 India is you know being constructed and by the time the project 75 Scorpions come in for the first major uh, life upgrade, wherein uh, it will be cut and the AIP plug will be put. Don't you think that this will coincide and then we will have two different kinds of AIPs in the Indian Navy? Is this being thought over? or uh... That is a distinct possibility. That we could have two different AIPs. We could have an Indian AIP on one class of submarine and a foreign AIP on another class of submarine. Definitely. At the same time, the they same are being, time. you know, inducted yeah, in into fact, the Navy. In fact, the Calvary class AIPs would probably get retrofitted earlier because the first boat should start coming first. Submarines should start coming in by about 2024, 20, 2025. So by the 2030-31, by the time we expect the first 75i to get commissioned in the early 2030s, hopefully two or three or four Calvary class should have got retrofitted by then. And yes, I agree with you, there will be two different systems. But I'm sure there must be some wisdom in the Navy going ahead with this. Not only the Navy suggesting it, but the MOD agreeing to it, the DRDO coming on board with it. So I'm sure there must be some logic to it. I, I'm not too sure what exactly it is. Why has the decision been taken suddenly? Because all this while we were being given to understand that notwithstanding the, the fact uh, that the DRDO, DRDO is thing. Not ready, okay. the moment it is ready, that will be the chosen option. But if that is now being sort of put on hold for some time, there must be good reason for it, I'm sure. Final thing I want to ask you is that uh, the Project 75, that is the Scorpions, they still do not have the, the ideal uh, weapon which was uh, thought about them. What do you think is the weapon in the sense of it for the 75 India? 
is it going to be the indianus line uh, or again it is going to come from abroad no i think you know if you are aware with what happened at the heavyweight torpedo program for the project 75 there was a controversy and you know one company was sort of we stopped doing business with that company so the program again went back to the drawing board had to be reinitiated all over again and it's now being processed so yes you're right presently the calvary class submarines don't have the weapon they should have had for the kind of capability they have to they should have in the 21st century or in 2020 in modern in a modern maritime battle space but also what's going to happen is that whatever heavyweight torpedo is finally chosen for this 75 for the project 75 boats i think this is going to be the future sort of design for the uh, heavyweight torpedo development and production in india of the future there is work going on on ind- indigenous uh, submarine launch heavyweight torpedo drdo is very confident that in a few years it will be ready if this foreign torpedo which comes whichever one is chosen finally and is sele- uh, selected and and is contracted for if some of that technology can also be uh, shared with the indian development going on in a co-development co-production model that will then become i think the standard torpedo for the indian navy submarine arm and constantly you know if with future iterations being with better technology being incorporated in future iterations because again if you are going to have five different class types of some you're going to have ssbns we're going to have ssns we're going to have uh, a project 75 75 75 yeah 76 indigenous indigenous ssk we can't afford to have five or six different types of weapons it's a logistic nightmare so i think yeah. it's time we started standardizing these things and perhaps the time to start is now so we choose a weapon we initially perhaps buy the weapon and then make sure that the company we buy it from is also involved in co-production co-development etc with the drdo thereafter so that by in a few years from now we're able to produce an indigenous contemporary torpedo and not something which is you know technology of let's say two decades ago so right you know, now we are very clear kind of maritime, uh, we are very clear go ahead sir i was just going to add for maritime scenario we're looking at is going to be quite quite grim it's going to be very hotly contested getting uh, pakistan is getting eight aip submarines from china now obviously china yes. is not giving them to pakistan out of the out of out of the love for pakistan it's going to be something that is part of china's larger strategy in the indian ocean because a small country like pakistan yes. already has three modern aip fitted submarines another eight would be a formidable submarine force of 11 aip fitted modern submarines we should be able to match that at least have a bit time is going to be a factor because we are trying to do it indigenously we are trying to build our own designs there's a lot of merit in that so long as we go about it the right way the strategic partnership model is one option it has its ambiguities it has it will have uh, teething troubles but hopefully mod the navy the oem the sp will be be a little flexible about it will sort of adapt themselves to the model rather than being very rigid and saying well it's either this or nothing which i hope doesn't happen because that's the only way 75 hours is going to move ahead uh well listeners uh, you heard commodore aj singh who is almost an authority on submarines and uh, he is his knowledge is uh, you know very very deep and he is very cunt on all these topics and the way he has brought out that uh, the strategic partnership model it's going to be tried out and uh, let's see how it uh, shapes up over the years uh, in so far as the sensor are concerned the indian uh, navy is uh, very confident that all the sensors on the boat will be indigenous and as he has discussed what kind of torpedo comes what kind of assurances the drdo makes it is only the time will tell i hope you enjoyed listening to this uh, podcast thank you very much sir and we'll keep on coming to you as and when the developments take place on this front thank you very much